I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've had a pretty busy day, we haven't been able to get behind the mic all that much, so we thought we would just go through all the news that we have seen today that we haven't really touched on yet and speak about all of it. There's a bit to get it into, obviously Latrell Mitchell, will he fight his charge or not? I've got my own personal opinion on that one. Uh, Aiden Caesar signing with the West Tigers, an interesting one, and a couple of other things to touch on. Ryan Pappenhausen reportedly going to be named this week, very, very exciting. So let's get stuck in. I guess the big talk point is Latrell Mitchell. Now, he obviously got placed on report and uh, Sinbin, obviously, in that game yesterday uh, for an elbow on Tyson Brazell, which I thought was a pretty grubby act, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, Tyson Brazell, he spoke about it. I'll actually read you Tyson's quote. Uh, he said, uh, I've played plenty of footy with and against Latrell. There's no hard feelings there. I felt it come across my head. I wasn't too sure what it was, but he got me with an elbow. He didn't get me flushed, so that was pretty lucky, but no hard feelings. It's just footy, and in the heat of the moment, you can get a bit fired. He's a competitor and I'm a competitor. And yes, both boys are competitors, no doubt about that. Being a competitor is what I love the most about Luttrell. Uh, but it's moments like yesterday, you know, where their season's on the line that I just think it's so uncalled for. Um, by that point, the game was well and truly out of uh, reach for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, they had plenty of opportunities to get themselves into that game. I know they had a few things go against them. They also made a lot of mistakes and, and just come up with a lot of dumb plays throughout that game. So uh, I, I, it's sort of inexcusable for me. I know that Luttrell didn't get him flush. Um, as Tyson Brazell said. And whether he deserves a one- or two-week suspension, I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. I walked away from that game yesterday thinking that Latrell probably wouldn't get a suspension. Uh, but, I mean, at the same time, I can understand when you're leading with the elbow to the back of someone's head, whether you get them flush or not, I can understand why the NRL has come down hard on Latrell. And it just seems to be, there's a number of things like this that he just tends not to learn from, unfortunately. Um, you know, you've got finals. Two weeks away, your team's in a bit of a rut. The last thing they need is for you to come out and do that. You know, I just, I don't really understand the logic there from Latrell Mitchell. Once again, you get out in the heat of battle, it's fiery. There's a lot going on, a lot of pressure. I get it 100%. But at the end of the day... 
Latrell Mitchell and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, their end goal is to win a premiership this year. They've got a team that can do it. They're just not in the form that they need to be right now. And things like this do not help their cause at all. So now the South Sydney Rabbitohs find themselves in a really tough predicament. Latrell Mitchell has a one-game suspension um, that he can either fight or he can wear it. If he fights it and he loses, it means that he will miss two games. Now, keep in mind, the South Sydney Rabbitohs have a bye this weekend. Uh, After that, they play the Sydney Roosters. So if he was to fight this charge and lose, it means that he would miss the game against the Sydney Roosters um, and then he could potentially lose finals, miss his opportunity to play in finals week one, which would be a sudden death game for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And I'm tipping, based on where they're sitting right now, I'm tipping it would probably be an away final. So there's a good chance, you know, that you could be going to Shark Park for that game. There's a good chance you could be going down to Canberra potentially. You, You could be going to fucking Newcastle for that game to play the exact same game they played yesterday. But you could potentially lose Latrell Mitchell. Um, And look, I I personally think, and you know, this probably isn't the right way to look at it, but I personally think the NRL, to give him a one-game suspension, I think the NRL's thought long and hard about this because at the end of the day, the NRL's gone, hey, we've got South vs. Roosters. It's one of our biggest events of the year. We want the biggest and the best superstars to be playing. And they've still made the decision to give Latrell Mitchell a one-week suspension. So if I'm the South Sydney Rabbitohs, I would have a long, hard think about whether I challenge this or not. Because if you challenge it and you lose, which I personally think there is every chance he could lose, he is leading with his elbow to the back of a player's head. I mean, yes, he missed. Yes, he didn't hit him flush. But I'm just not sure how much of an argument you can put up for this. And as I said, I think the NRL have already put up a have put a lot of thought into this because they've suspended him for essentially the most important game of the season that Latrell Mitchell could play in the regular season. The biggest rivalry in rugby league, the Sydney Roosters. So... Geez, I'd be very hesitant if I was a South Sydney Rabbitohs. I sort of wonder, geez, do you just wear this one? Do you cop the one game? Hope that you manage to get a win there and hope that you get into finals. Because at the end of the day, South Sydney, they've got a bye this week. If the Cowboys and the Roosters come out and lose this weekend, uh, it does mean that the South Sydney Rabbitohs will be sweet to make finals, I believe. So, geez, I mean, if, if everything was if everything was on the line and it was every single game was absolute must-win uh, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, it's a slightly different story. But, I mean, as it stands right now, if the Cowboys and the Roosters lose next weekend, granted, they've got two games they should win. The Cowboys are playing the Dolphins, the Roosters have got the Tigers. Um, if both those teams lose those games... You know, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, with their buy points, they actually can't fall out of the top eight. That'll put them... Well, they can. It'll put them on 30... No, they can't, because for and against, they'll be fucked. In saying that, if the Cowboys or the Roosters win this weekend, the Rabbitohs will still stay in eighth, because their for and against is a lot better, and then it will come down to the last week. And as long as the Rabbitohs can win that game against the Roosters, who, let's be honest here, they aren't going well... They've struggled all fucking season. They've finally starting to piece it together to some extent. But the Rabbitohs have also got two weeks to prepare for that game. Personally, I would back South Sydney to win that game against the Sydney Roosters with two weeks to prepare instead of gambling on Latrell Mitchell and him potentially not only missing that Roosters game, which could cost you a top eight spot, but then to play finals week one, which it could be at Shark Park. It could be at Newcastle. If things change, it could be going to Amy Park for that. Oh, I just I, I just don't think it's worthwhile for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I'd be wearing it. Whether they think it's right or wrong, I think it's too much of a gamble because for me anyway, I know from watching a lot of these judiciary calls this year, there's been a lot of guys who I thought would get off and the opposite has happened. There's been a lot of guys that I thought would get in trouble and, and, and they've been let go scot-free. So the form that is going into that judiciary, I just don't trust it. So very keen to see 
what the South Sydney Rabbitohs do here, but personally, I would be wearing that suspension and I would have my eyes on finals week one in a game where it is sudden death and they are going to need their superstar on board and just hope that the rest of the squad with two weeks to prepare can beat a Roosters team who is out of form completely. Uh, Rabbitohs not in good form, I get it. You could actually argue the Roosters are in better form than South Sydney right now, but Jesus, with a bye, two weeks to prepare, surely... Surely the Bunnies can get up for that game. I'm not sure uh, where it is, especially if it's a home game as well. I mean, even if it's not, it is a home game. It's out at a core stadium. It's a home game on the Friday night. Surely South Sydney just cop this Latrell suspension and back themselves in to win that, and then they get Latrell back for finals, and then they can launch a real assault on this competition. I don't know. It's a very interesting one, but that's sort of my thoughts on it. I'm not sure what you guys think. I obviously wasn't able to be on Bloke in a Bar today. I had some things on, so I haven't heard what Timmy, Timmy, Kempi, and Matty think, uh, but a very interesting situation there. Uh, the West Tigers, they've officially signed Aiden Caesar for season 2024. I think this is a really good get by the West Tigers. I think Caesar will come in and do a really good job. He obviously left the ra- he led the Raiders in 2019 all the way to a grand final. Um, Caesar, he obviously burst onto the scene for the Gold Coast Titans when he was very young and I thought he was going to be a superstar, to be honest with you. He looks so impressive. He actually played under-20s for the Bulldogs first. Might have even played some first grade for, for, for the Bulldogs. You'll have to do your own research there. But as a young bloke, looked like he was going to be very, very talented Aiden Caesar. Definitely would have been part of my could-be-anything class back then. Um... Went to the Raiders, and I thought it was going to be a fantastic signing. I thought getting him down there with Ricky Stewart, I, I thought he was going to turn into a world beater. Seemingly, Ricky Stewart doesn't have as much influence on his halfbacks as what I probably thought he would, being one of the greatest halfbacks of all time. Uh, but they did get all the way to a grand final, to be fair, probably off the back of the form of Jack White and their forward pack and whatnot, and Josh Hodgson more so than Caesar. But I did think that he well and truly held his own throughout that season. He's obviously been over in, in England for a couple of years. I think this is a good get by the West Tigers, and I think that Aiden Caesar, I would assume Aiden Caesar now. He's probably 30, 31, I would guess. I'm just going to Google to make sure that I'm not way off the mark here. But I would have said 30, 31 by this point, Aiden Caesar. Um, he is, how old is he? Bang, bang, bang. 32 years old. Yeah, wow. See, oh, I think more and more you're starting to see in our game that experienced halfbacks matters. You want guys with a lot of experience. You want guys that have seen it all. He's been to England. I believe he's had a pretty successful stint over there. Uh, He's been to an NRL grand final. He's played a heap of footy. I I think this is a good little gamble by the West Tigers. Is it going to solve all their problems? No. But at least you've got a guy who can take control and can lead a side around. He's played 205 games uh, between the Titans, the Raiders, Huddersfield and Leeds. Um, Yeah, didn't play for the Bulldogs, sorry. In first grade, played Reserve, played uh, under 20s there, I think. He's actually from Bankstown. So I think it would be a really, really good signing. I think he's played a couple of Indigenous All-Star games. I think he represented New South Wales City as well. Um, and I think he might have actually played an All-Stars game as well, an Indigenous, and I, I could be wrong there, though. Uh, but Aiden Caesar, I think he's going to be a good get for the West Tigers. So I think he's going to solve all their problems. No, I don't. But I think now you can at least run with potentially a Latu at 5'8 and an Aiden Caesar at halfback. I think that would be a half-decent little combo. You've obviously got Benji Marshall, the head coach, next year, and I think that it's been very evident this year that when Benji started to take control, uh, you guys like Luke Brooks started to play their best footy. You guys like Dane Laurie, once given an opportunity, started to play their best footy. So I do think there is definitely a place there for Benji to really improve these halves and make something out of it. And I think Aiden Seas is going to be a really important signing for them. So do I, do I think they would have been better with Jackson? Yes, I do, 100%. There is no denying that whatsoever. But I think Seas is going to be a good signing, and I think that 
that, you know, if Lato and Caesar can sort of strike up a combination and really work into next season, it's not, it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to take time. You get Adam Dewey throughout the season who can jump in at centre, um, maybe shove him back in at 5'8". I probably think he's more of a centre now, realistically, uh, Adam Dewey. But there are options there. And I do think Aiden Caesar is going to be a good little signing for the West Tigers. So a good get there. And I'm looking forward to see, seeing Aiden Caesar back in our game. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, he has been the name on everyone's lip for the last couple of weeks. The Storm will reportedly name Ryan Pappenhausen for his NRL return this round against the Titans. Great to see. Obviously, we all remember last year when Ryan Pappenhausen went down injured via the Canberra Raiders. One-on-one tackle against Jack Whiten. Uh, just about obliterated his knee, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen, it's been a long, long journey back. He's obviously spent time over in the States. Uh, he's played the last few weeks up there in the Q Cup, uh, playing for the Falcons. Done really well in those games as well. I'm sure you've all seen in the highlights and whatnot over the last few weeks. Doesn't look hampered at all. He's goal kicking, he's general play kicking, he's doing kickoffs, he's running hard. Um, there's not much more that we could ask of Ryan Pappenhausen, so I do think that he is ready to return and just perfect timing as well. If you're someone that's in a Supercoach draft com that's held this guy all year and you, you'll hopefully get him for a prelim final, I would probably assume he will come off the bench in this game, but... You know, we've seen what Pappy's capable of doing. He could light it up in 25 minutes in this game. And hopefully he's at fullback for next week, which will be a lot of Supercoach draft grand finals. But great to see Ryan Pappenhausen back. He's come a long way around, obviously. It's been very tough, a lot of setbacks. It's been fantastic to watch the journey as well on social media, which is something I've really enjoyed. I think Pappy's been really open about that as well, which has been very special. If you have a look at the uh, NRL trading cards that came out this year, uh, there's, you know, 15 or 16. Oh, one player from each team um, and the women's team that have a signature card this year. They have it every single year, but I thought it was really cool that on Ryan Pappenhausen's one, he signed down the bottom and then he wrote comeback season on every single one of them. So that's going to be a pretty special card to have. If Pappy does manage uh, to come back from this injury and go on to do something special this year with the Melbourne Storm, similar to what Billy Slater did in 2017 with the Melbourne Storm winning the Clive Churchill medal, fuck, it would be unbelievable to own one of those cards that say comeback season. Even if Pappy just goes on to achieve more in his career and come back from where he where he's been. Uh, pretty special stuff there. So I thought that was really cool. You know, don't sleep on Ryan Pappenhausen. Obviously, he hasn't played rep football and all that, but. You know, he's only a few short years into his career after coming from the West Tigers to the Melbourne Storm. He's a premiership winner. He's already a Clive Churchill medalist as well. So he's done some pretty special things, Ryan Pappenhausen, despite a lot of things holding him back in the early parts of his career. Uh, this is an interesting one. Now, obviously, Jack Cogger, uh, he signed with the Newcastle Knights the other day. I believe Cog is originally from uh, the Newcastle region anyway. So he will be heading home next year uh, to be the backup to Jackson Hastings. Obviously, Adam Clune, I believe he's going over to England. So Jack Cogger will be a good little get for the Newcastle Knights, bringing one of their own home. And I, I think he'll be a really nice little depth signing. I think he'll do exactly what Adam Clune did the other day. I think he'll do well. And it, so now the Penrith Panthers find themselves in a position once again where they've got to go out and find their next replacement. Obviously, guys like Sean O'Sullivan, Isaiah Cartoa, all these guys have left. Uh, you've, you've still got hands there, whether he's playing or not next year. I'm not too sure. You lose Cogger now. So now they've got to turn their attention somewhere else. Matty Burton was the guy before that as well, remember? So a lot of these reserve grade guys, obviously, you will have Dane Laurie, who I think will sort of cover that 5-8 role if, if Jerome Law is ever now out. But they do need another halfback in their squad. It looks like they're going to go for Brad Schneider. Now, Bradley Schneider made his debut for the Canberra Raiders last year. 
last year? Was it this year? I think it was last year. Uh, Brad Schneider came in. I've always really liked him, to be honest with you. I, I don't think he's going to be a superstar or anything like that, but I think that in that Panthers side, he can come in during the origin period or whenever there's injuries or whatnot, and I think he can really hold his own. Really good running game, Brad Schneider. I've always been a fan of him. Pretty good defensively. He's obviously gone over there to England. He's playing over there at the moment. Looks like he's going to come back on a two-year deal, which would be fantastic. You might not have seen, guys, but when he went over to England, his first game, uh, I think he kicked the match-winning field goal in that game. So he's got big plays in him, Brad Schneider, a uh, guy that I like. Just seems to be a good kid as well, which I know uh, is important to the Penrith Panthers. So I think he'd be a really good signing for the Panthers over the next year or two. Uh, Corey Oates. This is a really interesting one. Now, Payne Haas re-signed at the Broncos the other day. The Broncos, they're trying to get it. Reese Walsh, Ezra Mam to re-sign. All heading in the right direction. This one sort of came out of nowhere. And this one comes from Brent Reed on Triple M Radio. Corey Oates is reportedly unhappy with his 450k salary at the Broncos and is considering his options. The Knights are being linked with him to replace Dom Young for 2024. Really interesting one here, Corey Oates. Obviously been at the Broncos for quite some time. I believe Corey Oates featured in that 2015 grand final for them. Uh, so he has been there for quite some time. And obviously now, you know, I would. it sounds like he's been offered unders by the Brisbane Broncos, which he's not stoked about, which I get 100%. Uh, and he's sort of been through highs and lows throughout his career, Corey Oates. But I think he really has leveled out now. Injuries have kept him out for quite some time. But a very, very talented player, Corey Oates. So if the Newcastle Knights did manage to get their paws on him. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fuck, he'd be a very, very good signing, and I think he'd be on a pretty good wicket there. Dom Young is obviously leaving the Newcastle Knights to go to the Sydney Roosters next year, so there will be an opportunity there. You have got guys like Tuala, Heimel Hunt, these sort of guys. There's another kid in reserve grade that I watched for the first time on the weekend, winger, who looked very good. Uh, but obviously, if you're able to get your hands on a Corey Oates, and you don't have to pay him huge money, but I, I do think he's worth more than 450k. Coming out of his own end, if you had Marzu and you had Corey Oates on the other side, especially Corey Oates with something to prove, uh, very, very dangerous. He can obviously play in the back row if need be, but I think wing is his best spot, Corey Oates. I think he's got those errors out of his game that he had in there for a very long time, and I think for Newcastle, he would be a fantastic signing. So we'll see how that one plays out. Uh, guys, those are the news stories from the last 24 hours or so that I have just caught up on this afternoon. Plenty more content coming this week on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.